can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! To start this episode, I wanted to acknowledge the senseless killing of 19 children and two adults, as well as the 10 lives that were lost in Buffalo about two or three weeks ago. I wanted to acknowledge it because this episode, I will not talk that much about it. If you are exhausted from the conversation, if this is in a tough week and you're looking for escapism, this is an episode that you can listen to. I You can fast forward now. I'm just going to talk about it for a minute or so. I just wanted to make some acknowledgements. Um, this is a very, it's very hard for everyone, um, especially the families. Um, but it's hard for everyone because we are seeing lots of tragedies, things that I really don't think we're supposed to see so much and we have to work to a not be desensitized and b not to walk around in fear as well as not um as well as you know not be consumed by all of this media but we have to still make sure we are recognizing and we are um honoring the lives that were lost um i will not say the person's name i'm i mean things are still being told to us about timing of the police, um, you know, moms rushing in to save children. A lot of things are unfolding, so I don't necessarily want to make a strong statement or stance on it other than my heart really goes out. And, you know, I don't know the solution. I know some things that um, probably won't help. But I don't know the full-blown solution. Um, so all I can say is we need to pray and um, when we do hear good, positive, strong solutions, I think we should say something. We should agree. We should vote. Um, but, yeah, that's all I really wanted to say about it. Um, everyone, take some time to take a break. As the kids say on the Internet, touch some grass. Take some time um, to stop consuming this content. I hate saying even calling it content, but that's unfortunately that's where we are. To stop consuming it. Um, the news 24-7. Take some time to not do that because um, you're a human being. You can only take so much. But also take some time to really hug your loved ones, to pray, to see if other people have solutions. I know I'm not the person who can come up with a solution to this, but I will support someone who does and who can come up with a good idea. I think a lot of times when these situations happen too, we're all quick to say, well, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to do. Um, when sometimes we're just repeating talking points, I can admit I don't I don't know. Um, I know that I know that no matter what, bad guys are going to keep getting guns. Um, so, what's the solution? 
if we can't stop bad guys from getting guns, what, what can we do? Um, so that's all I'm going to say on that. Um, listen to the rest of the episode. We're not going to, we, it's just me today. It's a solo mal. Um, I'm not going to touch any more of this. This is an escapism episode. This is an episode. If you just are like, I cannot consume this content anymore. I need something else. Um, this is the episode for you. So without further ado, here we go. All right, everyone, you are listening to Those Are The Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory, and we, me, you, people who else comes on the podcast, we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Woo, yay. I don't have the thing. I forgot to upload it. You got to, like, push these random buttons to do the sounds. Did not do that. Okay, anyway, hello, y'all. It has been weeks, it feels like. This is the longest I think I've gone without recording an episode. Um, never, I never want to do this. I've just been so busy. Um, last week was probably the month of May has been the busiest I think I've ever been um, since I started the podcast. And last week, the first two days of the week, I went to California um, for a live action event. I'm super excited for what live action is coming out with. Um, I think that they are going to, it's going to be revolutionary. It's going to be something we're going to promote heavy on the pod because it's something that I think will be very beneficial for everyone. Um, That was really great to help with that and to be a part of that, to also encourage everyone, you know, everybody listening, you have a voice um, and it's time for us to speak up. It's time for us to say something. Um, So, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, I went to... It was my first time ever going to California. It was my second time on the East Coast. The first time I went to Washington, Seattle for my friend, um, her wedding. So that was fun. That was a blast. Um, So, yeah. So um, this was my second time on the East Coast, first time in California. It was really cool. I'm not. Okay. I'm going to say something that's controversial. I'm not a friend of tacos. I do not like, I said a friend. (laughs) I'm not their friend either. I'm not a fan of tacos. I really don't like Mexican food. I know that like, oh my gosh, here in Charlotte, anytime you ask anybody what they want, let's get Mexican. And I'm like, I don't necessarily know if I want Mexican. Um, But okay. I usually go along with it because like, I'll never pick it. I just, I don't really like it, but I can always find something that I'll tolerate. So when my friend was like, hey, there's this really cute Mexican place. It looks so fun. Let's go there. I was like, "Uh, okay. But it actually was really good. I'm guessing because California is a little different than like East Coast, West Coast. You know, it's a little different. Um, But yeah, so that was a blast. Um, I'm trying to think of what else happened in the airport. There was like a yoga room, which I think is just so fun. That feels like so California because, you know, we don't got anything like that in Charlotte. (laughs) Um, and then anything else exciting that happened? I met Lila Rose, really wonderful, genuine woman. Um, I genuinely like her trying to get her on the pod. We'll see everyone. Wink, wink. We'll see what we can do. Um, so yeah. So then the second half, I went to work for two days. Um, and so I was on go, 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 go. The second half of the week, I was in, um, Winston-Salem for my best friends, my two best friends. Uh, I introduced them, guy and a girl, <laughs> to Clarify, guy and a girl, introduced them, not to brag, but, you know, um, 
I, it was their wedding. So that was just like a, such a fun weekend. Um, we, I went to went to Salem and, um, I stayed with my friend. We like, I don't know, it was just such a fun weekend and met a couple people. So these are my friends from Virginia beach. Um, where if you know me for five seconds, you know how much I love that season of my life. Best season of my life. So happy. I was a different person, pretty much. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, 10 out of 10, seriously. Um, and I met some new people that were friends with my friends. And it was just like an easy mesh. One thing I like about my group of friends is that we can spend, you know, days, weeks, I wouldn't necessarily say we've gone months, but I'll say like maybe weeks because just life is so busy of us not talking and it just flows right back. Like it's just everything meshes just like it's supposed to. And I think that's a sign of a good friendship. So, um, you know, if you're listening and you're wondering, like, I don't really talk to so-and-so that much. Like, are we even really good friends? You probably are if you guys just flow. Like if it's almost as if time hasn't passed. And um, these are my, my people, like, I love them so much, and um, I met, a, like, a couple of new people that had been hanging out in the group that I just didn't know, and it was just seamlessly meshed right on in. We were still really good friends, and it was just such a fun weekend. It was definitely the definition of It Takes a Village. Um, we all worked really hard to put the wedding together in various capacities, um, and it just, you know, when I was driving back to Charlotte after it, I was thinking about... And I've said this numerous times in the podcast and for this in real life. I was just thinking about how with everything going on in the world from, you know, COVID to unfortunately shootings, it's so, it becomes so apparent how important community is. And it becomes so apparent about why God wants us not to do life alone. Um, And I just cannot express how grateful I am for the people I have in my life, um, how grateful I am for the community that I have. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I I can't even really fully express like how happy I am that um, everything worked out the way it did, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, I just, it's been, um, it's just been, so great to see friendships grow and blossom and like family you know we are born into a family and then we can pick a family outside of that and it just feels so great that my quote-unquote chosen family is I don't know I'm just so happy like my heart is so full it was just such a great thing and just seeing love like you know Though it didn't work out for me, I do know how it feels to be in love and to to love someone and to have those strong, overwhelming feelings. And I just hope everyone gets a chance, even if it doesn't work out. I mean, that really sucks. Like, cannot tell you how much it hurts. But if you have a chance, I think I just hope everybody gets a chance to experience it. Um, you know, I do not believe. I've literally just had this conversation with a friend. I do not believe it's better to have loved and lost than to have not loved at all. I don't believe that, but I hope that, like, if it doesn't, like, I hope everybody can experience love. I'll just say that. And I hope it works out. If you if it's not going to work out, then it's better not to have. But 
I hope it does work out. Anyway, long, <laughs> that was me ranting. Um, but yeah, that was just like a really great experience. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else exciting. Um, no, I just, I've just been so busy with like work and like just some other personal things that were going on that I'll probably share, you know, another time, but just to have some other personal things going on. Um, and it's just been a really, really busy time. There's been a lot going on, you know, scheduling with guests has been a little bit difficult just because of timing and X, Y, and Z, but those are the girls is never going to stop. Um, we're going to keep going. Unfortunately, there might be a week. Hopefully, it'll never be more than a week. This I think it was like two weeks. Ooh, too long. Two weeks. Two weeks. Too long um, of us, but hopefully, it'll never be more than a week. Um, at least, and definitely not in this year. I think maybe once um, a year, I might take a break just because maybe that's just what needs to be done, but never again. No more. No more than a week. Um... So yeah, those are girls who want to continue. Still, we have our Nevertheless She Voted. Um, I don't think we've been on since the North Carolina primary. Um, and uh, the Senate race is already, I mean, it's already intense. So everyone, like, just be ready. Like, we this we have seen how important senators are. We have seen it. We know it. We're living it currently the importance of a senator so i need everyone here to vote if you're in north carolina you need to vote come up with what is what did they say like i hate the dibs or liberals do this a lot they have the they're so get out and vote create a plan well that's what we're going to do here get your friends create a plan and you're going to go vote um and make sure you are also voting if you're not in north carolina make sure you're seeing the pennsylvania primary has passed um I, you know what? Let me see who won. I think I remember because it was last week. Um, Senate race. Oh my gosh! Just headed to a recount. <laughs> this is so crazy. I cannot believe. Um, it was a near tie. That's so crazy. Wow. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Y'all got some stuff going on. Um, wow. Okay. Two days ago, it said they were on a recount. 24 hours, it says that Dr. Oz declared a victory. Mm. Well. I'm going to hold off my commentary, but I'm sure my face and my mm -mm -mm can kind of uh, tell you how I feel on that. Um, wow, that's crazy. But yeah, so all these primaries happening. <sighs> Everyone else, uh, if you have not had your primary, make sure you find the um, representative who you think can best represent um how you your views who best aligns with how you truly feel and make sure you vote for them now is not the time to um now is not the time to 
you know, be silly back down or whatever over it. All right. Well, <clears throat> I guess that's that on that for right now. Um, are you guys ready to get into some tea? Clink. Oh, maybe that could be the thing. Like, we'll do a clink and then at the end. I don't know. We'll see. Donate. Donate, and then we can look more into it. Um, anyway, so I asked you guys, like, what should I talk about this week? Um, that's, like, uh, escapism. Because if you know me, I love some good escapism. Um, the real world can be a little difficult. So it's always fun to just watch a TV show, hear some fashion news or something like that. So here are some things. Um, it's kind of past, but whatever. I'm going to talk about it anyway. The Kardashian Barker, what's name Barker? Wedding. Okay, first of all, oh wow, it was, I think it was a week ago today when this episode comes out. Whatever, I'll still give my opinion. Um, their collab of Dulce, Dulce and Gabbana. Okay, first of all, I love that idea so much. If I am rich, um, I would love to do a collab, like have everyone um, like dress with the same designer. I think that I love that. And then you have the different days, but you got to be rich. Like that's too expensive. And then, you know, my friends that I, I would have in the wedding, I wouldn't want them to have to pay uber amount of money. Um, but anyway, I to me, I know that a lot of people like, oh, uh, loved it. Love the concept. Um I will say, so I'm not Catholic, so, like, the Mary imagery, the crosses didn't really matter that much to me, especially because, like, the more, so I think it, okay, so I do think the Mary stuff was disrespectful in the sense of, like, she was wearing a a lingerie as a dress. Like, let's be real, everyone. (laughs) Um, If you look up Kardashian, um, Kourtney Kardashian wedding, homegirl was wearing lingerie. So that. And then having the Mary on the veil, I think that was inappropriate and like a little tacky. Um, because obviously Mary is supposed to be modest, you know, like the exact opposite. But I think the Catholic theme is not necessarily wrong. And I know that's probably very controversial. I hope everyone keeps listening to the podcast after me saying that. I don't necessarily think the Catholic theme is wrong, but I will admit that's because I'm not Catholic and I've noticed that Catholics are a little bit more sensitive to that um to to that they're more sensitive to um people using their religion i've just never i don't know i know that i'm right so if someone wants to use it like i don't know it's just never really affected me also too like i grew up crosses were not necessarily like you don't wear crosses because jesus is no longer on the cross so I never thought of crosses as Christian. I just thought of them as like a decoration. Um, growing up, like we did not, my mom never bought us cross necklaces. I have cross earrings that I wore a couple weeks ago because I couldn't find any other studs, but I still feel we're wearing crosses. Um, and I know there's a lot of other Christians that feel the same way. So like crosses are never, like I just saw crosses as like what seculars use as fashion. Like I just never, they're mimicking mimicking Jesus or mimicking like Christianity but I never thought of it as a Christian symbol necessarily um I even feel so as you guys know I'm um, starting up the jewelry store again 
these butterfly necklace uh, I'm, I'm holding my earrings and butterfly necklace these butterfly earrings and this butterfly necklace will be available um and uh i was looking at different designs for things and trying to change some stuff up and i was going back and forth about doing crosses but i just can't i don't know i still feel weird with crosses so crosses have never been um i don't know i just i don't know um <laughs> but yeah so I thought, you know, take out the crosses, I guess, take out the crosses and, like, um, the Mary Vale and like that. I thought a lot of the outfits were really cute. Um, and I don't know. I just love that idea that a designer did the entire wedding, the entire wedding party. Like, oh, so cute. I, if there's, like, a designer, like, a Christian designer that does, like, actual clothes, I don't mean, like, t-shirts, no offense, um, but, like, for a wedding, and I have a decent amount of money, I would love to do that. I would love to. I love that idea. Um, love it. 10. I'll, okay, so I'll rate the wedding. If we take away the religious imagery that I understand is offensive, if we take that away, I'll say 9 out of 10. I'm not giving it a full 10 because I don't know why I would give it a full 10. I don't think it was a full 10, but I can't think of what I didn't like about it. I love the location. I do like, I liked the, how they set it up. Um, I love that she had her family there. I think that's so sweet. I love the outfit, but I still doesn't feel like it's a 10. You know, it still doesn't feel very 10 worthy. So I'm not going to say a full on 10. Um, but I'm going to say that. I liked it. A nine, nine out of ten. Take away all the religious stuff that was offensive. Okay. So that was one thing everybody said, oh, talk about that. Oh, another thing someone said was give like book recommendations. All right. So I am reading this book. Um, this is called The Sacred Journey, God's Relentless Pursuit of Our Affection. Um, I just started it. And this is what I'm reading now. It's not bad. Um, I'm reading it with a uh, with cautious glasses on because it is written by the guy who wrote the Passion Translation of the Bible, and that is very controversial. Um, translation of the Bible, very very controversial. So I'm reading it with a grain of salt, but you know, I'm in a season where. I really am trying to lean in more to God and like um, understand my role as God's daughter and like just to feel his love, especially because like I said earlier, like, you know, my community, my friends, my like real friend group and everything, all that is like not here where I live currently. So I, I you know, homegirl feels lonely sometimes. So I want to be okay with that in the sense of like, I don't need anyone else. All I need is God. And the only way to do that is to get to know him better, is to understand him, is to read the Bible, you know, and learn more um, about who he is and his love, his undying love. Because um, once again, if you guys have been listening, and if you know me personally, you know a little bit about my um, last relationship story and it's taken a long, way too long, in my opinion, <laughs> a long time to kind of get um, out of just that season of, like, sadness, not necessarily over the relationship, but over, you know, what it ending meant 
and over some of the hurt. Like, you know, I'm going to be real. I was listening to a podcast and one of the things it said was it was a Christian. Was it Christian podcast? It was a Christian podcast or it was a podcast by Christians. I don't remember. I don't even remember the name of the podcast, but I was listening and they made the comment that when you are a Christian and you're in a relationship, you need to leave the person better than you found them. You don't leave them broken. That doesn't, obviously, if a relationship ends, there's going to be some sadness, but you don't leave them broken. There's a difference between like, you know, being sad your relationship is over because that was time you had with this person. And I've seen it even with my brother and my brother's relationship. I can tell that he's sad, but he's not broken. Uh, Him and his girlfriend broke up when they broke up. Like I could tell he was sad. I could tell because, you know, they're not going to tell their business, but um, they, I think they left each other. You're supposed to leave them better. And I think that's definitely what they did. It was a very healthy healthy relationship you know sometimes things just don't work for various reasons um and that's how it should be you don't leave the person broken and i can say that the relationship that i um that ended really left me broken um you know people like words do matter (laughs) um and you know feelings can be hurt um people can offend um so I think I'm just coming out of a season of moving through that and I'm excited that you guys get to see that because I feel like I've, I don't know anyone else who's gone through a similar situation. I know people that have, um, had really hard breakups, but I, I don't know anyone who's like, who's been pretty much engaged. Uh, I say pretty much engaged because for those that don't know, he had asked my father for the blessing. We had a wedding registry. Um, we, we're talking about sorry premarital only thing we were missing was just go through the actual process of like getting the ring and everything we the month that he broke up with me i thought that's when we were going to go look anyway this was not the point um but yeah so i don't know anyone that has been in that situation um because you know normally people just break up like normally if you don't like someone us you first of all you don't ask them out um but then if you end up actually not trying to give them a chance you don't go through all these steps but by then and then decide you know what actually I never really thought you were attractive like ooh, ooh, let me run away like that's not normally how it happens so I don't know anyone that's gone through that but I'm glad that everyone you know who's following me on my personal who's paying attention to the you know the personal (laughs) relational part of the podcast um you guys get to see that because you know now that I'm out of like that season of just like sadness over it of hurt um, because of things that were said because of implications and things like that. Now that I'm out of that, I think it's good to see like what comes next. Um, and what I want next is just a deeper, stronger relationship with God. Like I want to not even crave some like a relationship or, or marriage or kids or things like that. I just want to crave God. So that's that. Someone asked about to talk about dating. I guess that's that's my take on dating. Um, I just want to put God first, and I want to. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know. Um, but I want to be um, completely enamored, completely like caring about God. 
um, as opposed to anything or anyone else. Um, so yeah, so that's why I'm reading that. I'm going to start this, I think, tonight. Um, I've been wanting to read this so badly. It's called Subvert, su- Subverted, and it is How I Helped the Sexual Revolution Hijack the Women's Movement. Um, and this, let me read to you guys the description. Maybe we can do a book. Lord, Lord Jesus, maybe we can do a book study on this. Uh, contraception and abortion are not originally part of the 1960s women's movement. How did the women's movement, which fought for equal opportunity for women, education of the workplace, and the sexual revolution, which reproduced, which reduced women to ambitious sex objects, become so united? And subverted, Sue Ellen Browder documents for the first time how it all happened in her own life and in the life of the entire country. Trained at the University of Missouri School of Journalism to be an investigative journalist, Browder unwittingly became, oh, sorry, unwittingly betrayed her true calling and became a propagandist for sexual liberation. As a staff writer for Cosmopolitan magazine, she wrote pieces meant to soft sell unmarried sex, contraception, and abortion as a single woman's path to personal fulfillment. She did not realize until much later that propagandists higher and cleverer than her were influencing her thinking and her personal choice as they subverted the women's movement. The thirst for truth, integrity, and justice for women that led Browder into journalism in the first place eventually led her to find forgiveness and freedom in the place she least expected it. Her in-depth research, her probing analysis, and her honest self-reflection set the record straight in in Illuminate? Anyway, I'm going to just skip over that word. (laughs) Set the record straight. Um, Wow. I think it's going to say illuminate a way forward for others who have suffered from the unholy alliance between the women's movement and the sexual revolution. Um, I've had this for, oh, Kristen left a review. Oh, so did Jean. Oh, and Abby Johnson. So I've had this for over a year. I just hadn't. um, Oh, Biggie Thorne. Um, I just hadn't read it. I've had it in my, it was given to me. Um, wow, she was on Oprah, the Today Show. Oh, okay. Girl, just thought of her idea. Oh. Okay. Just thought of her idea. Maybe, um, so we're going to do a Patreon soon. Um, and it will be super affordable. And maybe we can, like, go over the book in there. And then maybe I can even get her, interview her. And we can get some questions for her. Because this is, this is good. So these are two books that I'm going to be, like, a spiritual book. And then uh, learning how to be better book, I guess. Um, I think she's a Christian. Christian said it's a must-read for millennials. Crazy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, guys. This is this is something that we should all read. Um. Yeah. Maybe I'll pause. I'll I'll have to think about it, or maybe you guys tell me what you guys think we should do. Um. So I just also wanted to remind you guys, um, some of our sponsors and affiliates, um. Living in Light Co. If you go to litlco.com um, and you use the code those girls, you get 10% off. They have really cute t shirts, 
Uh, it's biblically, biblical, biblically and scripturally based apparel. Um, and then we also um, have an affiliate link with um, COL1972. Love them, love, love, love them. Uh, they have so many cute things out for spring. They have uh, really cute apparel. Oh, I guess they could do my wedding. But I don't know if they do. I don't know if that's their vibe. But anyway, um, and use the code those are the girls 1972 to get uh 10% off. We have other affiliates, future female leaders. Use the code MALPAL to get 10% off. And I think that's it for right now. At least that's all I will say for right now. Do do do. Um I'm sorry. Oh, Another thing that I wanted to talk about, you guys, is um, I saw this movie. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast. If I have, oh well. I really want everyone to see it. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And it's so good. The message is so great. It's not a Marvel movie. Some people think it's a Marvel movie. It's not a Marvel movie. It's just a random standalone movie. I think it's um, A24. Let me see. A24 does... um, a24 Studios does some uh, interesting movies. I really like a lot of their stuff. Not everything. <laughs> Just to clarify, not everything, but a lot of it. Uh, yep, it's A24. Um, so if you know, if you know uh, A24, then you know. Uh, oh, looking at the cast. If you know um, Ed 24, then you know it'd be a little, it's a little different. Annihilation. I just showed my friends that movie. That's in my top five favorite. And Everything Everywhere All at Once is in my top five favorite. I think because a lot of, um, I love multiverse stuff. Like, I love discussing it, thinking about it. Sometimes when things don't go my way, I'm like, you know what? Maybe Mallory in another universe is happy because it went the way that was better. I hope Mallory in the other universe. Like, I do that sometimes. Um, and so I love multiverse stuff. Um, but I feel like lately it's just been everywhere. And a lot of the message behind the multiverse, which um, if you really, really think about it, and which I try not to think about it too much, but if you really, really think about it, the message behind the multiverse is kind of like everything is random and nothing matters. Um, and that's not good. Um, you know, that's kind of the message of Rick and Morty, too. I don't know if you guys watch that, but everything is random and nothing matters. But everything ever all at once, that's not the message that it says. I don't want to say. Um, if you have an interesting, difficult relationship with your mother, you're going to sob. Um, just a heads up on that. Um, but it's so good. It's so, so good. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, Riverdale is back. I'm very behind. Uh, they have superpowers now. The show is ridiculous. But everyone, it was canceled. They have one more season and then they're done. So, yay. <laughs> I don't understand why it's still going on. Um, actually, I do. It's because of people like me and a couple others who hate watch it. Um, but, yeah. Thankfully, it's almost over. Um, 
I okay, let me think of anything else. I mean, this is I just didn't want like I don't want to leave you guys without an episode. I just I don't want to. I don't like that. I think that um you guys deserve better than that. I'm trying to think of anything else. Um huh. let me think of let me look see what uh Popple Dricks has talked about this week. Oh, last week Monica was on uh the spillover. She's so good. Love, 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 love Monica. Um everybody should definitely check out that episode. Uh let's see here. Ugh, nothing really. I mean it's because right now a lot of things everything's people talking about are just the things that are kind of sad. That sucks. Um, well, you guys, we'll be back to regularly scheduled programming, um, on Tuesday. You'll get an interview. Super excited about that. Um, and then we'll go back to interview, uh, interview weekly TCAP, interview weekly TCAP. And then we're going to be introducing some new shows and we'll be introducing, um, the Patreon soon as well. Uh, please check out our merch. We're going to be doing more for the politics aspect. I um, just have to work out some kinks and some ideas that we have. Um, and we'll be doing that. If you really do like this podcast and uh, if you want to continue to listen to it, it really, really helps if you guys could donate. Um, there's links everywhere to donate. Also too, it really helps if you leave a review. If you can't donate or purchase any merch, we have merch. Uh, if you can't do that, if you can leave a review, that will make mean the world. That will make a huge huge difference um so if it's possible you could do that that would that'd be great um so yeah make sure you share this episode all of our other episodes there's tons of episodes we have on the things that are going on with bro make sure you share that also you guys go outside touch some grass relax um you know take a moment to take a break from social media from the news everything just take that moment um All right. I guess that's it. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.